Hey everyone, this is Anne. If you're new to the show, I just want to let you know the show is usually recorded first live on YouTube on Thursday nights at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time, where often I will be doing a Furry Thursdays live communication and a lesson. And this episode is actually highlights from the most recent episode that really pertains to the holidays. So I hope you have a chance to listen through it. It's a really good episode for preventing stress and worry. And at the end, there's some acupressure points that are pretty easy to translate, even though you're, you know, just uh, hearing everything. But if you did want to go watch them, you can go to the channel that is in the description, the Animal Intuitive channel on YouTube, and you could watch them. And there's, if that's something you're interested in, many videos like that in my playlists where I demonstrate doing acupressure videos. Or you can just stay right here and listen. Enjoy the show. Come on, all you doggies, won't you walk with me? I'm the puppet, 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 puppet dog. Of course, I deal with people all the time. I love what I do, helping people with their pets. And something I don't like, though, is hearing people having regrets and having things that have happened, especially over the holidays when they're having the best intention and something happens and then they're, we're going into the new year with some kind of issue that's taken place. I'm Ann Angela Webb. So for those who are new to the show, here we give animals a voice through animal communication, natural pet care. We also have interviews with experts in the fields of animal care and advocacy. I myself am a professional animal communicator, meaning I understand what animals are thinking and feeling. And I use that to help people with a variety of things with their animals, including helping them to improve behavioral, physical, uh, emotional issues. Also, when people have had an animal transition, I help with that or lost and missing pets. And I'm also a certified animal acupressure and massage practitioner. I have been doing this about 18 years professionally, and I teach through the Animal Intuitive Academy, which is my school. I, I often hear from people needing my assistance in relation to things that have resulted from adopting a new pet. This is number one, so new pets. Sometimes people just want insight into the new pet, and that's a great use of animal communication. But And they just want to know if they're getting things right and integrating the new pet into their home after they have brought them into the home. And However, there are things that can come up that just aren't so much fun. Are you and your family ready for this new pet? Really take the time over the coming weeks, if you're thinking about adopting a pet, to consider if your family is just completely ready for bringing a new pet into the home, short-term and long-term. So think about the short-term right now, are we ready to handle things like maybe it's a puppy and the puppy's gonna be waking us up potentially in the middle of the night, having to go out early in the morning, just having a lot of needs, needing new veterinary bills that are gonna come up with puppies. Are they going to be getting into things? I'm going to have to change the setup of my home, and maybe I don't like that, having to move things around or put things away. You really have to be prepared for that. They might destroy some things, too, along the way. So be prepared for maybe some extra expenses to replace things. Hopefully, you can bypass that and prevent those things from happening if you plan enough ahead, especially when we're talking about a puppy. Think about pet insurance too, because pet insurance has been a lifesaver and in my life, and you never want to be in a situation where you can't do what you want to do to take care of your pet. They've started to, new ones have come out that are trying to be more flexible, I think. If you have an animal and you've had that animal for a long time, 
sometimes you can't do anything because if you go to another pet insurance, they will start looking at any history the animal has and then the price starts going up. There's things that they don't allow in because your animal already had that, so we're not going to cover that. So if you didn't have it already, sometimes you have to weigh whether it's worth it coming in at a later time. Also, avoid things like going to find your pet on sites like Craigslist. Make sure that you go to reputable shelters. Look for, talk to people, find out people's experiences with different adoption programs. They're not always shelters. Sometimes like Cheyenne came from a place that brings them up from the south and puts them in foster homes. Same thing with Kane, my German Shepherd. And also keep in mind, is there any desire for you to be traveling in the near future? Because when you have a new pet, are you planning to travel for the holidays? Are you going to potentially get an animal this month and then need to travel for Christmas or whatever you're celebrating or just maybe nothing and you're just going to travel and want to leave them with a sitter or a pet perk or a family member? Know that there's going to be a lot of adjustments for that kind of thing. You don't know the animal that well yet. You have to think about making sure that they're safe and they're well cared for. And leaving them with a new sitter situation might not work. If you're getting an animal that's, especially most animals, that's going to be tough with. If you just get them and you're going to leave them with someone right away, that's probably not going to be the best thing. They're going to have probably anxiety around that and you don't know what's going to happen and then you're going to have to deal with that and the person might not be ready to deal with that. And it's traumatizing potentially for the animal. So try to think about not adopting a pet if you're planning to leave to go anywhere and won't be able to take them. And also take into consideration the other pets in the home. This is a lot of the time where animal communication comes in for me is making sure that the other pets in the home are prepared to have a new animal in their life that they want a new animal in their life and also check in with them and get a sense of who that animal might be, what kind of pet. You might assume that your your dog wants another dog companion and maybe they want a companion but it's a kitty cat. So I actually have an episode that I did not too long ago. It's episode 123. It's called, and right now it's, sometimes I change labels, but it's called Newly Adopted Pet Animal Communication and Reducing Pet Stress and Acupressure Points. So Check that out because it talks about getting a new pet and it might be helpful for you if you're thinking about that. I will also put that at the end of this episode on the cards that come up once the video processes. Okay, and also just want to mention if you do decide that you want to try animal communication, you can work with me. I'm a professional animal communicator. You can go to my website. It's in the description, intuitivetouchanimalcare.com and I can help you through any of these things and getting your other animals ready or helping you to adjust to a new pet and your family and that pet. And also, if you decide that you yourself want to try meditating and talking with animals, I have a free meditation that you can get on my website. It's a free animal communication guided meditation and it has white noise which helps to block out interferences that might distract you and it has isochronic tones which are really helpful. They help you to focus when you're doing a meditation. They're also very relaxing. So if anything, this is a great meditation just to relax with. It's something you can do if you're about to try animal communication, like right before you do the, the communication. It is even something you could just listen to take a nap or go to sleep at night. And 
It will help to subconsciously almost be just, if you're going to sleep and listening to something, it would be a good way to start incorporating some of this stuff and internalizing it. And you can get that free on my website, as I said. And that's my business, Intuitive Touch Animal Care. And I also have a class too. Let me just mention that real quick that you might want to check out. That class can help you begin communicating with animals. And it's also a very relaxing class. And it has acupressure and mindfulness. And we're going to talk more about that. That can be found through my website on my courses page. And that's a downloadable class. You can start anytime. Anxious or frightened pets. That's number two. Okay, so this can include new pets, but not necessarily. It can be a pet that you already have in your life. Anxious and frightened pets can be a real issue during the holidays because you've got sometimes a lot of people coming in your home, new people, or you're going to someone else's home and that's stressful for them. So if you have a pet that tends to be on the more anxious side, be mindful of that be, and Try to be in tune with your pet and really understanding where they're coming from because as much as we're thinking, this is great, this one's coming over, I've been seeming well, we're getting excited and caught up in all of it and maybe you're distracted because you're getting things ready and that's this time of year when we are more prone to miss things that our animals are trying to tell us or they're not even trying, they're just <laughs> experiencing and we're just missing it. So. During this time of year, it's a time to be even more careful and thoughtful and try to slow down, pay a little bit more attention to your pets. Some things that you can do though to help an animal that's prone towards anxiety, and I'm very much on this show talk about things that I've done myself or that I've, I know are gonna be helpful because I've dealt with other people who have used things. Oh, she's, she's interested. <laughs> she has used both of these. This is the a mushroom blend that I use for relaxing. It's a relaxing mushroom blend for pets. It has things in it, not only mushrooms that are very helpful for pets for a variety of reasons, not just for helping them to relax, but just for their overall health. It has lion's mane and reishi mushroom. Some of you may recall I had a veterinarian come on the show. I'll put that at the end too who was involved in the making of these products. So this is real mushrooms, and this has taurine, L-theanine, tryptophan, valerian root, catnip, lemon balm, and passion flower, and just this mixture is relaxing. I give this to my German Shepherd, Kane, a lot, and my dog, Cheyenne. He's, this is the guy I had on my show. There he is. <laughs> Dr. Rob Silver. I have a link in the description. It has a discount coupon for people who are coming from me, coming from the show or my website. So you might want to take advantage of that. And also, this is a CBD that I love. This is Hemp Lucid. You can't really see it's labeled that well, but Hemp Lucid makes a great CBD for pets. They have a chicken and a fish flavor. They are organic. They're very careful. I checked them out before I ever got involved with them. So both of these I'm affiliates with. So I do make a small little tiny amount of money from any purchase. Not very much. And I honestly, if I didn't use this myself, I wouldn't, these myself, I wouldn't talk about it. All of my pets have taken both of these. And they're very helpful for travel. I use them for that a lot of the time. But also for things like fireworks and 
thunderstorms and things like that. Yeah, great. Yeah, exactly. Great for immune system, turkey tail, lion's mane. They have one that's called Five Defenders that's really great that Dr. Silver recommended. He talked about it. Yeah, she has a little tuxedo. And the other thing is essential oils. So you might notice in the background next to Gia, you'll see that light that's going on and off. That's a diffuser. This is an essential oils that I essential oil that I use myself that I diffuse. I find it very relaxing. But this line in particular does have a pet line. And you can check out, I have an ebook on my website where you can get more information about that. It's also free to download that ebook. So you might want to start there if you don't know too much about essential oils. Definitely being in tune with them, just plain and simple, just if anything, the most important thing is connecting in with them, checking in with them, and also preparing them, telling them about what's going to happen. Are people coming over? Being aware enough of your animal to know, do they want to be first just put in another room and set up with a really nice area where they can feel safe and secure when people are coming over you might want to show off your new puppy but maybe they're better off to be crated and for a while maybe there's too many things different people running children running around food things like that maybe they need to be put in a crate or something along those lines just taking a little time to prepare and thinking about what's really going to be the wisest thing so that you don't end up with a problem because you didn't exactly going back to the thing about the food that again doesn't happen much with my clients, but it can happen. Some a dog grabbing something and you don't even realize it until you've got an issue. So also animals that you don't getting to know. So say you adopt an animal from a shelter and you don't know that much about them, and for the most part they're great, but you don't realize that if they haven't been around children too much. Maybe a kid grabs them their face or something or hits them and they nip. You don't want to end up in that situation. Not the best time to be experimenting, let's just say. Taking those precautions is a really good idea. And also going to other people's homes, you don't know how your pet's going to react. So being prepared, having things to help them to maybe a crate, maybe some of the things I just mentioned to relax. But if you do plan on traveling, going to a new place when you've just adopted an animal, please just keep that in mind that things could maybe not be exactly as you planned and you're going to have to be flexible when you adopt a new animal. And it's the same thing with cats. If you adopt a new cat and then you decide that you're going to leave for a week, just don't know how that animal is going to react. It could be really stressful. I was actually just talking to someone who had an experience like that where a cat got very stressed out. They were left with a family member and they got very stressed out and it turned into a whole health issue. They ended up in the emergency vet. And so take the time. It's well worth it in the long run. Oh, good. Cheryl, yeah. So you tell your dogs and cats that company is coming over. That's very smart, very wise. Okay. And also, the third thing that we need to be thinking about to avoid regrets is making sure that animals are contained, that we are aware of where they are and the environment that we're in. So I'm talking here about missing pets. 
But my husband pointed out to me, and I don't know why, I never thought about it, but he said, oh, this is the time of the year when you start getting more missing pets. And I guess I just, I don't know, I always think about that with 4th of July and that time of year with fireworks. But he's like, no, you get a lot of missing, lost and missing pets this time of year. And I thought about it, and of course that's true because people aren't thinking they're so busy caught up with the holidays and even traveling with these animals and maybe leaving them with someone who isn't as familiar with the environment or how the animal acts even and things happen things can go wrong so be cautious when you go to a new place if someone says oh yeah I have a fenced in yard but yet there's a hole in the fence in the corner and they forgot about it because they don't have a dog and they just didn't think about it or they don't have an animal that they just they're just not aware of these things sometimes people are very they don't mean to do anything wrong or cause harm but sometimes people make mistakes and even pet sitters can make mistakes. Being very cautious about, I just saw something on the Next Door app about somebody who found a pet sitter online and come to find out, like looking at the video, some things were not good that was going on with this pet sitter. So you really wanna be careful and not get in a situation where you feel like at the last minute you've gotta rush and find some pet sitter that you don't know very well that doesn't know your home or your environment or your animal very well that your animal doesn't know them and take the time if you don't have the time just think about waiting I've talked about these before on the show but I'm gonna reiterate using these because they're so simple they're really just the easiest ones to me and they really help with getting groundful grounded <laughs> so the first one is governing vessel 26 and it's right under your nose and above your upper lip so right here its English name is water troll and it's also it, the pronunciation of it in pinyin which is the way it's like in in traditional Chinese medicine when we are trying to translate into English so right here in this little divot and it's shi gu and it's a really good point for relaxation, but it's also used as a rescue point. So if a person or a pet has passed out, lack of consciousness, conscious, consciousness, seizures, shock, heat stroke, that's a revival point. I should mention for all of the things I've mentioned here, I am not a vet. So always consult with your veterinarian if you're considering using anything I've mentioned. Oh gosh, we've really got trolls in here, or whatever they're called. I don't think they're really called trolls because they're like bots. They're like automatic. They're like, they send them out and... <laughs> yeah, Gracie used to try to get Cheyenne to chase her around. That's a great point. So just hold that point for, as I honestly, you can say 30 to 60 seconds for a pet, but it's all about just using your intuition. If you, and if an animal does something that allows you to get the sense that, or helps you to get the feeling that the energy has shifted, 
and then you'll feel that energy shift for yourself. But for your pet, you might observe things like licking their lips or just tension releasing in their body. They might lie down or roll over, roll on their back. They might yawn or they might just even walk away. And it's a very sort of mid-level, it's not a hard pressure, but it's not so light that it's just on the skin. Okay, so the next point, and these two points can be used together. If you're really stressed out, they're great to use together. Think about like driving in traffic and you're just like getting crazed. Use both of these points or one or the other. The conception vessel 24 and the English would be sauce receptacle or receiving saucer is another way that it's put. The pinyin pronunciation of conception vessel is shenzhen. And same thing, you're just using a medium pressure. It does not have to be too hard. So about 60 seconds on your pet or just again, observe what's going on with them. If you get the sense that they're done with it, then great. You don't have to do anything else. If you wanted to hold it for a little bit longer, but the pet's just resisting, that's okay. Just let them walk away and that's fine. It's They've gotten what they need. So those are just some things that can help your pet when they're stressed out, but also acupressure. I have videos on that for anxiety and stress for your pets. You can check out those playlists. And that is something you can also do more of if you do check out that class I mentioned that I have, Animal Communication, Acupressure, and Mindfulness for you and your pets. Rub my belly. Rub my belly.